Welcome to Travel Stories with your hosts, Tom Kim and Trevor Mountcastle. This week, we discuss Festivus. We bring back the old tradition that we had on the Saberasi Observation Deck. And to do that, we are joined by the Mylonomics original, Sam Simon. Welcome, Sam. Hey, thanks, everybody. And happy Festivus, Tom. Happy Festivus, Trevor. Happy Festivus. Welcome, happy Sam. Festivus. Yeah. We had sort of adopted this, uh, this tradition um, uh, with Joe Chung. As, as, as I covered on a previous episode, he, he was unable to join us. But we wanted to try to continue the, the tradition of this non-commercial holiday celebration. It was depicted in Seinfeld. Uh, I think it was season nine, episode 10, something to that effect. Uh, not that I keep that on the tip of my brain for all times. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, The strike episode, right? Yes, the strike episode. Exactly, exactly. It, it, it historically occurs on December 23rd. It includes a dinner. Uh, I think we're skipping the dinner part, unfortunately, and an unadorned aluminum Festivus pole. I don't know if TK has his his, his uh, Festivus pole nearby or not. I hear it there. Nice, very good, Tom. Yeah, there we go. The core of Festivus is is three pieces. It's airing of grievances. It's feats of strength and Festivus miracles. And I think we can all appreciate that, that, that we have each of those uh, as we go through uh, any particular year. Uh, Sam, do you want to say any words before we start airing our grievances? You know, I, I want to thank both of you guys for the shows you've been putting out and for this episode, you know, this Festivus episode. You were more of a cheerleader for this to happen than maybe even I was. And I felt like a little bit without Joe here, it's not Festivus. And in the true spirit of Festivus, I feel like if we just keep telling him about it, he'll eventually have to show up. Peer pressure, peer pressure. I, I've come around. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, it's like George's dad being like, George, we're having Festivus. You need to come. And Joe, you, you know, we're having Festivus. You need to come next year. So 52 weeks early, we're going to tell him he's coming next year. There we go. We can get it on the calendar nice and early to deconflict. That's right. And that'll be next year's Festivus miracle, right? <laughs> That's true. If we do get Joe on here, that would be a Festivus miracle. <laughs> It's literally the same as the show. He just keeps <laughs> avoiding it. <laughs> I, I will say Trevor is probably more responsible for the cheerleading here than, than I am. I was like, what what is Festivus again? Like I kind of just random I kind of barely knew what it was about and I really needed to re educate myself. But I'm I'm also excited for this episode. I think I think we've got some good content to to share with everybody. That's true. This is your first Festivus, right, Tom? This is my first Festivus. Yeah, I have not, I have not celebrated. Definitely not on a podcast. So this is ah. the, consider me a Festivus virgin. Yeah, I think I came on once, right, Trevor? Yes, you you were the one that brought the Festivus pole. Oh, that I did. Year. I brought the you clock were? that year too on the wall. Oh, oh in a bag. <laughs> I came really yeah ready that time. This time I'm not nearly as ready. If anybody's listening right now, they probably like uh, if they're expecting, you know, high high expectations here. It's Festivus. They need to really lower those expectations. Yeah, re- recalibrate, people. Recalibrate. Yeah. <laughs> recalibrate. <laughs> recalibrate for a joyous but entertaining episode here. <laughs> are we going to jump right into it, or what are we going to do, guys? You guys, yeah, we're not having yeah. the meal. So let's do it. Let's we're, do we're, it. We're skipping the meal, so let's jump to airing of grievances. For this one, what we try to do is, is everyone gets two because everything that goes through the year, there's a lot of grievances to be had. I'll, I'll, I mean, I, we were chatting before uh, offline and, uh, and there was almost a grievance every month. There, <laughs> in, some, in some months, there were three grievances. <laughs> there's plenty to choose from. We've got one for airlines and one uh, airlines or lo- loyalty programs. So it could be, you know, hotels, uh, uh, airlines, and then another one towards, towards a bank. So Sam, as the guest, we thought, you, uh, we thought we'd let you, you kick us off on your uh, first grievance. All right. I'm going general. I'm going as general as I can here. It's a, it's a grievance against all programs that do no knock devaluations. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only person that's not a fan of these, but, uh, there's just another one the other day, you know, Avio's just all of a sudden are like, Oh yeah. You know, sorry, here's a haircut across the top. And, uh, it's not the first or last that have happened this year. But it, it just, I said, that's too much. It's too much for me. You know, like I love mm-hmm. that program. I understand that the price of things goes up over time. I don't have a problem with that. But what I have a problem with, guys, and you tell me if you're on the same pages, is when all of a sudden it just happens overnight and there's no notice, there's no headwind, there's no like, hey, you guys want to get some bookings in before we raise the price. Here's the date you need to get the booking in by. Even maybe if they said you could f- fly by this date, I'd be fine with that too. But literally, you just go to sleep and you wake up. And I think, Trevor, you had like a 
a devaluation occur in real time to you at one point, didn't you? I did, and 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 that was actually going to be my grievance. So I'll have to start thinking really hard. No, um, yeah, I mean, I would love to hear you recount that because that is a legitimate grievance. Yeah, I I, I remember. So that it was an Alaska Airlines uh, no notice devaluation of Emirates uh, uh, Emirates Redemptions back in the, in the day where it was eighty thousand points to go first class to Dubai or Middle East, and then a hundred thousand to anywhere else in the world that Alaska had on their chart. And I was literally searching one evening and I see this, I see a couple of interesting awards, some that shouldn't have even existed. Like I could get us, I could find four, uh, three seats to Melbourne, Australia, Melbourne, I should say. And, uh, and, and as I'm trying to book it, it just disappears and then nothing's there. And, and then I, I end up calling Alaska and I'm talking to an agent who's literally like, I see space. And every time I try to click it, it's, it just disappears. Like it was as if they were pulling all these flights in real time. Wow. By the way, I, I think we need to start a new drinking game. Uh, you know, you need to drink a glass of champagne every time Trevor says Melbourne. <laughs> well, in that episode where you guys, yeah, I mean, you guys were, would have been on the floor that last time you guys were talking Australia with Joe in New Zealand because, man, I mean, it was nonstop. You know, yeah, I was I was listening to Miles to Memories, by the way. I'm sorry we're going to go on a slight tangent here, but I, th- I think they brought it up again, I think, in a, in a recent episode. So I, I've just been really oh. enjoying that. <laughs> they keep on bringing it up. They keep Joe, on bringing didn't, it up. Joe didn't go there, right? He Joe, went to no, Sydney. No. <laughs> That's the greatest part of that episode, guys. Can I just say as a as a consumer of your show that that Melbourne has been name checked like 52 times in an episode where Joe did not go there. I like it. Yes. <laughs> I think he, he found every possible way to engineer that coming up. And now he inceptioned I'm, Trevor yes, into saying it so yes. many times. Well, and he's apparently making me do it too because, you know, somehow I, I've been incepted <laughs> into bringing it up again in the Festivus episode. But- New, by the way, the Lufthansa first class that's gone. That's last year, twenty twenty four. It's it's drinking whenever Trevor says Melbourne. Okay, anyway, continue. <laughs> Gosh, and and the irony of the matter was, is I was really looking forward to going uh, uh, going back there. Uh, I've to, never. Well, I've only been Melbourne. to the airport. Going yeah, back where, airport. Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> we almost were going back to Melbourne for Christmas. Uh, there Whoa, it is. Okay, take a sip here. All right. So, Trevor, I, I think that's a nice segue into your first. Are we going to go like airline, 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 bank, bank, bank? Yeah, let's do that. My grievance was specific to Alaska. Again, you know, having just talked about the Emirates experience, they're, they're a program that's close to my heart and also very far from my heart at the same time because they, there's so many sweet spots. There are many fewer now than than there were even just a few months ago, unfortunately. And uh, it, it was sort of funny for me as I was thinking about this episode, I was thinking about the fact that our first episode was actually flying Japan Airlines uh, from New York to, uh, to uh, Tokyo. And Alaska did that no-notice devaluation where they, they just overnight – popped the, uh, the the redemption from 70K to 100,000 points mm. for Japan Airlines first class. For me, that was you know one of those things where it was very attractive as it was. And, and 100,000, it's not horrible, but it's, again, it's that no notice devaluation. And it's just, you know, continuing to, 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 you know, just another chink in the armor that is the Alaska Airlines mileage plan program. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, I can pile on here too. You know, one of my grievances was, again, I'm lamenting, you know, the uh, leaving with uh, some of the uh, uh, the award charts here. You know, changing ne- next year, specifically, you know, you know the 50k for for business class. That's uh, that's going to be a, a, a you know a big loss, I think. Yeah. So what, let, what what were you guys like most looking forward to booking with that Alaska at 50k? Well, I'd love to just get back on Cathay business class uh, award ticket, uh, but you know, if if one does show up, I I, I kind of want to get one one last. Uh, you know, redemption in. Yeah, I heard a guy on the Slack said he had tickets to Vietnam on Cathay, and I was like, "How did he do that?" I want to, I want to know more because, I, I mean, I haven't seen anything in a long time. No, I, I think I recently heard, uh, saw something uh, about using Asia Miles for Cathay, but right. I haven't seen partner partner awards in in quite some time. Oh, maybe that's why he did it. Yeah, yeah. I think they had first class on the uh, what was it that new the G- JFK uh, Hong Kong that that they finally reopened I guess or they're adding it back right uh, onto that route. That's a long flight, man. It's a, hey, it we, is. We, 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 we flew, love it. We flew Dulles to Hong Kong uh, in the first week of that of that short lived flight. Yep. That really felt like a long flight on the uh, A three fifty one thousand. 
in yep. business. Yep. I had, I had booked, I think I had booked uh, Boston to Hong Kong at one point, but you know, unfortunately I, we decided not to take that trip. Uh, we kind of changed our plans around. So I never ended up uh, getting that, getting that flight. So it's, it's been a bit, uh, it's been a while since I've been able to fly Cathay. And the way that they're uh, wet leasing their aircraft, I mean, uh, I think I just saw earlier this week that some, uh, that another airline is getting some Cathay uh, aircraft. You've got uh, Air New Zealand is wet leasing a bunch of their, tri- or at least a couple of their triple sevens, I think. Well, that's your best shot of getting on Cathay right there, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe the maybe the airline, but you know, I I don't think I'm going to get Cathay service. I don't think I'm going to be getting any egg tarts uh, on Air New Zealand or or Hong Kong milk tea or milk tea. Exactly. But you know, yeah, it, it, part of it is just this nostalgia at this point because you know it's been so many years now. Pre COVID, I mean, Cathay was kind of like one of those things that you know your go to for a lot of times. You know, uh, for people who've been in this hobby, I think uh, 2019, I, I did so much Cathay flying with with that you know first class mistake fare and and, and some of these other things. You know, it's it's like you have a lost family member that you that you haven't visited in a while. Well, I think it's interesting too because, um, you know, we represent very different booking patterns. I would say, you know, Tom, you're a lot of times you're finding that one seed, and uh, yes. I really was so interested in your your discussion of like getting home from some of your Africa travels, you know, Ethiopian and some of those places where you just were like, I just need to find one seed and make it work and kind of thread the needle. And then Trevor, you're coming into this new pattern where you're going to need three seeds. And I can remember that time, and that is a significant jump from two to three, but you were in that period of needing two seats for quite a while, and now I'm kind of on the other end of that needing four seats everywhere. And I think that's not going to be lost on our conversation here at Festivus, but we're all playing a little different game with maybe like the end result wanting to be travel, but I I wish you all the best of luck, but I think it's getting harder and harder as you get to be more and more seats, but... Tom, I think if any one of us can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, uh, what is it? It does dawn on me how much more challenging it is, you know, when you just need one seat versus, you know, three or four. I mean, it's, it's a whole nother layer of, of complexity and, uh, uh, some cases luck and skill. So, yeah. And, and not only that, uh, every so often we have, uh, uh, my mother-in-law travel with us as well. So we go from three to four seats and, 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 and going from that, you know, getting that fourth seat can sometimes be a, a completely different game than just to get three seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have avoided trying to split cabin. Um, We've never done it either. Yeah. We, my wife and I have done it when we were, when it was just us, but I just don't know that, that, that we're going to be in a position to be able to split cabin for, for quite some time. Just, you know, you've got zone defense. We, we sort of, you know, try to, try to balance everything on, on board. Yep. I get it. So I think we've we've kind of <laughs> we've certainly hammered uh, uh, all of our grievances at Alaska Airlines. And wow, and yeah, have we? <laughs> <laughs> talk talk about the star of the show so far. So far, uh, uh, Tom, Tom, did you get a, like a specific call out there on the grievance of yours? I don't want to like lose it. I don't oh, know I mean, if you specifically got all your anger out on it because this is festive. Oh, I think I, I think I'm a, you know, I think I piled okay. on enough. I think Alaska's Alaska got enough of okay. our wrath, I think, to this time. And hey, at least on this one, at least on the sweet spots and, and specifically the fifty K to Asia on Cathay, that that's something where at least I you, you may have some capability to it's it's not a no knock devaluation, yeah. right? We've yeah. got some time. So so I have to give I have to give them a little bit of credit on that one. A little. But we can still be surly about it. Yeah. A, we're not going to love them. I, I'm still a little surly. You know, and then yeah. what, what do you guys take? I know we're not here to talk about Hawaiian, but what's your take on the merger? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's interesting how we have like the 49th and the 50th state airline now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just wonder how that how that works because they said they're going to operate like as if two different airlines, I think they said. I mean, maybe for a little while they will, but I, I think they have to say that in order to not get yes. great pushback from the uh, from Hawaiian uh, or, yes. and, and from yeah. Hawaii. That's what like what they told all the Virgin yeah. America people. Oh, yeah, right. don't worry, we're going to treat you great. Like, can you, <laughs> you know? name another airline that merged with another airline and then kept operating the old airline? No, right. Well, I mean, Europe, Europe, yeah, Europe you know, has, like, has some. You got, you got you've got the Air France KLM group. You know, they stayed separate, and you've got you know the whole Lufthansa group that you know is just a mishmash of I don't know. Yeah, it's like ridiculous number of airlines. So I guess in Europe, you know, people are big on keeping their national identity. I don't know if that translates to states, you know? Yeah, I just don't know how Hawaiian, like like I said, I just don't know how Hawaiian uh, and, and Alaska merge without, I, I mean, I feel like the people of Hawaii are going to have a big challenge if they lose that that kind of, you know. Identity? Not yeah. national identity, but the identity of having that airline. They used to have two. 
uh, to, That's right. you know, to overwater, you know, they lost Aloha, what, during the great slowdown, was it sometime, sometime in the two thousands, I think. And it's just, I, I think that's going to be something that's going to going to hit. I mean, I think this kind of saves um, that that essential air service of, of of the inner islands because I think Hawaiian by itself un un what do you call it unmerged with somebody else it, as a, as a lone entity. They probably didn't have that long to to exist. I think without something major happening, right? Because they have a lot of headwinds. Sure, you know, at this sure. point between like Southwest and everybody. So I, I think in, in a way, this is probably a good thing for the people of Hawaii only because there's a, they're at least going to probably keep an, uh, an option for them, whether no, no matter what it's going to be called, you know, they at least have that option of, of an inner Island carrier that, that really has a focus on Hawaii. Yeah. I, I do wonder that now that you mentioned Southwest, how much of this can be directly tied to their serving the islands and then serving inter Island as well, because uh, they kind of just came in and, and did some really, really ridiculous fire sales. And I don't know how much money Hawaiian has versus Southwest, but I, I wonder if that had anything to do with it. So it's, I, I can't imagine it, it didn't because, you know, it's funny because I, I, for a while there, I was thinking, wow, Hawaiian must be making money, you know, hand over fist. Cause you know, they, they essentially had a monopoly on all the inner Island stuff. Right. And the cargo, they made a lot on cargo, tons, a lot know, of flying these wide bodies. And yeah. then, and then they, they decided to expand on the wide bodies and the mainland flying and the international flying. And, you know, to me, I, it just was interesting. I, I just thought it was a, a lot of expansion in a short period yeah. of time. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think what we should probably do is get back on track on, on grievances. And those were, but those, those were a really interesting tangent. So can you talk a little bit about what your bank grievance is? I'm going with Bank of America. And first of all, I don't Ooh. think it's America's bank. I don't, no one asked if they could use our name <laughs> and they're just in there using that name as if they speak for all of us. Right, Tom? And I don't think that's fair. Second, they have what I would say is the absolute worst fraud department. Ah. I got a brand new rewards, premium rewards elite card. I went and bought some groceries. It was fine. The very next charge, this card is locked up tighter than Fort Knox. I mean, I can't stand them right now. I love that they're giving me all kinds of points and that the card is churnable. And don't get me wrong on that. But the way that they work, mm -hmm. it just the way that I want them to work and the way that they work are two completely different sides of the coin. The B team fraud department of banks, huh? Is the B okay. team, maybe even the D team. Oh, maybe even the. Oh, wow. Okay, they are un-American. That's what I'll say. Wow, Bank of wow. Un-America. Bank of Un-America. All right. <laughs> well, that's that's a good that's a good one for the banks. Trevor, do you have a bank grievance? You know, I I do, and 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 this might almost be uh, self inflicted. I had a long history of of not enjoying and not doing well with U.S. Bank. I, uh, in fact, I did a, a, a guest post. I did a guest post for uh, frequent uh, flyer book. So Gideon just on how U.S. Bank is just not the most uh, rewarding bank. Just feel, you know, I just get so so overwhelmed with this with this uh, with U.S. Out, Bank. So I <laughs> so I started getting into checking account bonuses again this year. I had taken a little bit of a break, and they had a five hundred dollar checking bonus, and. Uh, First, they say, "Oh, well, you didn't you didn't have the right code associated with it." I I, I had the right code. I, I I didn't take the screenshot though. That was not our first bank bonus. Yeah, right, Trevor. Yeah. You're no rookie in this game. Yeah, I mean, I should have had that uh, that screenshot. That was one area where I just kind of you, you know kicked myself, and uh, and and so I went back and forth with them quite some time, and finally I just gave up. I mean, I was leaving three thousand into the in, in that bank account for uh, probably four months, and I finally just said, "You know what? Fine." I get, you know, I'm going to give up here, but yeah, U.S. Bank, you are my grievance this, uh, this year. TK, did you, uh, you know, I have a, I think it's, and it's more of a lamentation. It's, it's more of a feeling of mm -hmm. loss, you know, so I'm in kind of that grieving more than grievance, uh, mode, I guess. And that's just simply that, you know, my MGM stays are now bond void. Um, and you know, I, I did love, uh, that lovely ability to, to uh, credit your MGM stays, you know whether they be those, you know twenty three dollar Excalibur stays, you know to to, to my uh, Hyatt status, I, I, I miss that. I did that many times, and sometimes even you know with some of the you know the comp stays would even you you could get that as well. So between those, I had a lot of 
Hyatt's days, they were definitely making it very easy to maintain globalists. And I just see the, 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 you know, the bar, you know, my, my cheese has been moved is what I think I, is, is how I feel about it. Oh yeah. I couldn't, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I, I ended up overshooting my Hyatt's days this year because I, I, I had front loaded just because I was concerned that it was going to, you know, the shoe was going to drop on that. I, I, obviously it did, didn't drop as early as I thought it was going to, but uh, it's going to be a big hit. And uh, I think that plus Hyatt's changes uh, to this whole guest of honor and, and, and things are going to make 2024 really an interesting year for Hyatt, uh, Hyatt loyalists. So are you guys going to requalify or have you requalified? Oh gosh, I think, I think I'm at 70, uh, 70 or 80 nights this year. I just made 60. I did it on purpose. I wanted to have as much time as I, I could have to uh, redeem my category one through seven certificate. Because I have no no real plans for it at this point. Talk about a minor grievance there. They give you six months to yeah, use that Cat Seven, and you can't even use it at all the hotels in the in 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 the portfolio because now they have Cat Eight. Sounds like we have another grievance. You know, and then you save it. We talk about this all the time. You save it. You have a stay where maybe you could use it, but you go, oh, it's kind of not the best po- possible use for it. And then yes, yes. you end up moving things around, and then at the very end of that six months, you're scrambling, and you're like, all right, well, I'm going to end up down the street. This was one of the first years where I took the alternative approach. We were flying home from uh, Malaysia. We had just a 10 or 12 hour uh, overnight in Abu Dhabi. And it was, we could stay at, you know, a bunch of different hotels used of FHR credit and stuff like that. And I just burned it on, uh, on, on the Park Hyatt Abu Dhabi. That's a feat of strength right there, Trevor. That is, you know. I don't know if I'd call it a feat of strength. You used it though, right? You got use out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, most years for me, it's it, it ends up being a stay at the the Park Hyatt DC. Not That's what I mean. Hotel, yeah, but it's not. It, you know, it's not the ideal. This was. Hey, I can put something to use. Mm-hmm. It's not the perfect answer, but you know, it was one of those one of those cases where I didn't need the free parking that you have to use points on. Uh, to get you win some, you lose some. I'm I'm going to take that as a win, but I, I don't know if I'd call it a feat of strength. It's a production for use. Not that this is like that kind of a holiday, but you know. Well, you know, yeah. you know, you may, you may inspired me because you know, I, I if if we're if we're ready to move on to feats of strength, I'm just I'm actually recording this from uh, the Waldorf Astoria Arizona Biltmore Hotel, and I this was this was all part of a trip where I planned again to use. So my Hilton certs that were expiring. And then on the back of that stay, I added some stays at the Phoenician and the Canyon Suites to use my uh, brand new Marriott certs, which I was, again, fumbling to use uh, at the end of this year. Um, but as the new ones just arrived with my anniversaries, I went ahead and used them immediately and used them over here in, in Scottsdale. So uh, I think my feat of strength is is utilizing my Marriott certs within the first month of, of, of issuance. I think that's like the new thing we should get everybody on board with. I agree. I think I think right? utilize, don't 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 hoard them. Don't wait for that. Maximize just the immediate. If you find something at least partially good, just go ahead and use them. I think because otherwise you're just scrambling at the end. It's usually suboptimal anyway. Yeah. And there's always another way. There's, it's not the only way to get a room exactly. that you want. Exactly. It's, it, when you put yourself in a corner, then it becomes the only way to get that room because use it or lose it. Yep. S- settle for good enough, guys. Settle for good enough. That's a Festivus right there. I mean, that is the definition of Festivus, isn't it? Settle <laughs> for good enough. I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> I love that. That that that's perfect, and and that's a great segue to get to uh, to get us to, to to the rest of the feats of strength. Trevor, you want to go next? Yeah. So so being a new father, this past year has been one where we've traveled at at a tempo that is greater than any other part uh, any other time in my life, and we've been able to do that travel primarily because of one small little program of our neighbors to the north, Aeroplan. Uh, uh, courtesy of Air Canada. Although actually, Aeroplan is still separate, right? Did they did they merge? No, they in? bought it. Right? They did. No, I think they yeah, I think Air Canada bought it back. Yeah. I thought that. Yeah, yeah. So our friends to the north with Aeroplan, uh, where they have that, just you know, you burn a thousand or or two thousand or three thousand points for the for the lap infant, rather than having to pay ten or twenty percent of whatever the going ticket fare is. Mm. Uh, if we were taking paying me tenor, back, Trevor, you're taking me back. <laughs> I can only imagine what you what you've gone through with that, um, but you, you know, ten or twenty percent versus three thousand points is just an incredible difference, and and it's allowed us to take our daughter to places that 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 I didn't think we'd be able to get to, and and allowed us to you know enjoy and unwind, and 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 be more present for her and for each other 
in those in those places. I mean, we've been to, uh, gosh, we've hit every continent except Australia at this point. I think that's a feat of strength. And if you were in Australia, what city would you go to? <laughs> in reality, I'd probably go to Sydney. Oh, <laughs> sorry, oh. listeners. Next Fail. time. <laughs> 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 I think the feat of strength is is the amount of traveling you've done in in the last year with your with mm. your daughter and you know and 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 with your wife. Just it's you've you've been on a tear. You know, I, as your friend, I've witnessed this. It's it's kind of crazy. You've been really milking that Air Canada stuff, by the way. Oh yeah, and and, and now it's now I feel like I'm in the hangover uh, portion where you, you know now I need the third seat and uh, and it's much more costly and. And, and and we're slowing down on our, tra- our, our travel. Mm, yeah. How about you, Sam? Oh, that's got to be my trip this summer to Japan. You know, I, I'm trying to recreate that trip. It was four of us in business, both directions. And we spent two weeks there. And everybody, even my nine-year-old has been asking, when are we going to go back to Japan? And, <laughs> you know, I, I probably have done, oh, I don't know, 50, maybe 100 searches. And I, I can't get lightning to strike twice on that one. And granted, at the time that I booked it, it was not nearly as difficult as the current landscape is. It was like, all right, I'm going to book four seats and then going to wait a couple weeks and then I'm going to book four more seats. Or I think maybe I booked three and then I waited and another one opened up or something like that. It was it was not what we are going through right now, um, especially from Los Angeles. I don't know what's going on with Los Angeles. I don't like to reposition we haven't even had the conversation in the family of repositioning, but it's almost certain I'm going to have to reposition. It's it, it's just the hardest airport in the world, it seems like right now, to get out of is Los Angeles. So I did it. It was amazing that it worked. And and, and that is incredible. And I, I loved following along on that trip and, and, and hearing about it. You've opened my eyes to parts of, of Japan that, that wasn't even on my radar. But I would, I would say that you're in a unique position where uh, I think Japan Airlines, at least used to, they may still fly out of, you know, San Diego, and and you've got you've got a couple of other uh, you know airports that are within you know an hour or two uh, uh, flight or you know a few hours drive, which I think you don't you, you don't see in a lot of other places. You, you know, for for TK and I on the East Coast, uh, best we can do is uh, there's a single flight that I've never seen award space on out of uh, out of Dulles I think is that ANA flight or we're going up uh, up to New York oh you mean you're not able to book your ANA with Virgin I mean like it's everybody's doing it Trevor so easy <laughs> you know everybody does say it I I'd like to I've know. never seen it I don't know I, I, we're just not influencers I don't think we're insta we're, right. we're not insta people so I think that's our problem you know you know what we, drives me nuts because I know I know what they're doing now, this is not the show but we're airing some grievances anyway I know what they're doing right they're just picking anywhere that they can get on an ANA flight you know they're flying like uh like 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 Sydney to Tokyo and then they're going like, I flew it. Here it is. Yep, and then, you know, is. then they flew Tokyo back home on like coach on AA or something. <laughs> yeah. And they don't tell you about that part of the trip, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I will, I will say though, I, I, I am, I am jealous of being in LA with all of those trans-Pacific uh, routes, you know, even though maybe they, they may not work to get to Japan, but I mean, at least you have a lot of options, you know, with, between all the I carriers. Know. You're you right. Know, yeah. You're Dulles, right. Dulles, we've got, you know, trans-Pacific, we, we've got like a, you, you can count them on your fingers, you know, less than yeah. you know, one hand. Sorry, you can count them on one hand pretty much uh, where, uh, you know, mind you, it's probably a little easier for us to make it over to Europe. But, you know, that's about that's probably the, uh, the, the the trade-off. That's the trade-off that is. And we've got, you know, we've got that low-cost carrier, Zip Air. Yeah. And that one's really interesting to me. But, you know, they won't sell their lie-flat seat to anyone under six. What? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the weirdest restriction. I think it's got the airbag or I don't, you know, oh, I don't know what it is and the seatbelt okay. or whatever it is. Um, Damn because I looked concerns. at it and I thought, you know, that might be a good one because, you know, it's deeply discounted with two little ones. The service aspect of anything, any cabin is right. really lost right. on me. It's I just want to sleep and I want my kids to sleep and I could have done it in that. But yeah, I couldn't get them to sell me a ticket for my smallest. So couple years out maybe but uh but yeah that was my uh, feat of strength how about you tom well you know my my feat of strength again you know and i, I think again i i had the advantage of for the most part my travel has been solo for most of uh, 2023 and uh I, I think my feat of strength is just finding award trips for my uh various uh you know cruises and other things you know just kind of up to the minute and strangely enough i've, I've been able to find you know just be, being patient and having nerves of steel 
you know, the exact right uh, trips, the exact right dates, exact right, you know, places I need to be. In some cases, improving on what I had booked long ago with many, many iterations. I think I think that's been my feat of strength is just probably the nerves of steel uh, to be able to get the right award at the right time. And ultimately ending up with the unicorn of, of unicorns, Qantas first. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention that because we, we actually have an episode about that next. But yes, I, I managed to get the unicorn Qantas first, Los Angeles to Sydney. Have you flown it or not yet? No, I, it, I flew it in November. Uh, and- ah, so I remember you, you, you had said like you had seats to Australia, but you ended up not using them or something. Am I remembering that correctly? Oh my God. It's been, it's, I don't know if you want to relitigate this on this thing because this episode's probably not long enough, but we can go all night. It's Festivus Miracle. Oh my God. <laughs> but you know, I, that, that's the one where I routed through Vietnam. I remember now. Yeah. You went through Vietnam and then you had some kind of low cost ticket. Well, that was quite the saga, you know, because, you know, you had Bamboo Airways, you know, that ended their flights to Australia. And then, you know, I found this wonderful, you know, AA um, flight that I was supposed to fly on a 777 in, in Americans first class product from LA to Sydney. And they call me, you know, the morning of the flight to tell me, hey, uh, can you maybe take a later flight? Uh, we could put you on this Qantas A380 in first instead of mm. our American AA. I mean, would that be okay? And could we maybe give you $500 to do that for us? And I'm like, hmm, let me think Let me think about this for a second. Ah, uh, yes, please. Yes. So um, that was, a, I don't know if that's a more of a, a, a feat of strength or a, a festivist miracle, um, but um, we may be jumping ahead. But uh, that, that was pretty good to be paid to, to basically move from a, an AA first class to, on a 777 to a Qantas first class on a 380. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was a pretty good miracle, I think. Yeah. So what happened? What was that? Was there, there some kind of issue? They, they, over, they oversold. They oversold first. And, you know, this is funny. This is, this is, I wonder if it's, we were wondering, I was telling Trevor, we were wondering if it has anything to do with this, you know, AA contract negotiation thing they did with the pilots. Where uh, now, you know, the pilots for an extra have to, rest seat? Yes, for first rest seat. Because, you know, I don't know, I don't know who's overbooking AA first, but it <laughs> happened. They do a lot of weird stuff. So, hey, I, I'm not complaining. I enjoyed it. Hey, yeah, take it. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I was not planning on flying Qantas first. Interesting. I can't wait for that episode to drop. Definitely is a fun one. Uh, we, we sort of went out of cycle for that one, but uh, uh, definitely more more to talk on that uh, in, in another episode. Yep. So so let's transition to, to the bank feats of strength. Obviously, this year has been just an incredible banner year for earning uh, earning miles and points from credit cards with signups uh, looking good. Um, you saw Chase increasing some of those ink, uh, ink cards and, and of course, uh, some of the other, uh, other banks, including American Express. What was your uh, feat of strength on the bank side this year, Sam? I'm torn between two. I really like Takis. I don't know. Are you guys in? I know it's not really a bank, but it is a bank. Is it a I don't know, but... I'm a fan of it. Are you using it, either of you? I literally have the Takeus envelope on my desk. I have not opened it yet. Look at that. Opening the mail right here. We can do an episode of that. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Actually, I have opened it. I just haven't um, activated the card. <laughs> I, I think I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to go with something that I would never have thought I would have said last year, or even two years ago that would come out of my mouth, but it's it's a City Business AA card. It's that City has a card that earns 2x AA miles and that there's a situation where using it actually even makes sense. I think that's that's kind of amazing to me. And it's City. They actually got something like, now I'm not going to say they got it right because it definitely is accidental because it's City. They just That's what makes it such a like feat of strength. It's like a miracle feat of strength where they just accidentally do everything right, it seems. It's, it's such a weird... <laughs> bank but i just love the card and um it's been like i wake up in the morning it's the first card i use and so i think that's the feat of strength right there that's uh, wow. that's incredible i you know i slept on that one i'm gonna have to i'm i'm, I'm gonna have to take another look at it it's uh, uh american airline miles are just about as hard as 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 they can be to get well perhaps not as hard as korean sky pesos or, or uh, <laughs> uh even wanting to call, they feel like Sky Pass. So Sky Pass, yes. Sky Pass. I mean, but it's uh, but but Korean Sky Pass isn't going to get me to Melbourne like American. There it well. is. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh oh! So that's a that, that that's a great feat of strength, Sam, and and a great reminder for us all. I think. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not a fan of City, but I guess I am a fan of City. I mean, uh, we're probably going to talk more about it later in the show too. But uh, 
we're very conflicted about all of these banks and airlines yeah. today, aren't we? We, we yeah, love them, but we hate them. Stuff, it's right? true. If we just loved them, it wouldn't be I festivus. Guess so. If we just hated them, it wouldn't be festivus. But we love them and yep. we hate them. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we love them and we hate them. Well, I think I have one for both of us. American Express. I, I yield my minutes to the honorable gentleman from Maryland. American Express. I, I, writ large, they have just been giving away points with uh, so many of these non-lifetime language, The uh, just just some incredible, incredible sign-up offers. I mean, you see 150,000 points like, you know, fairly frequently. I think, uh, I think we even saw as much as 190,000 points in some, in some targeted offers. Have you guys talked about the employee cards or should we skip oh, yeah. that part on the- We've uh, talked about those plenty i mean uh, i got tons of employees and uh recently they all got a platinum card in the mail as well accidentally so oops uh, yeah christmas came early for them <laughs> your, your mailman must uh have back issues oh uh, it was so wasteful it was ridiculous you know and i even asked when i upgraded this gold business goal to business platinum i asked hey i have employee cards make sure that they don't get converted to these 350 dollars platinum cards no don't worry i'm taking care of all of that the rep says and then the next day I log in and there's thousands of dollars of charges. And, you know, fortunately I hadn't done 99. I had only done, I don't know, six or something like that or eight or maybe I did two rounds of five. I think that's what it was. Uh, and so, you know, there's just plenty of charges on there. But if I had done 99, I think Robert calculated it. I would have been a $35,000 wake up call <laughs> wow. of, of platinum cards, unless there's some kind of limit wow. on how many they charge you for. But yeah, yeah, the employee offers, I mean, uh, it was hard for me to not pick American Express. I have to say, like, I looked and saw that you picked it, Trevor, and I kind of said, I'm not going to pile onto that, but that's the bank of the year for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The bank of the year. I, I, I almost wonder, I almost wonder if they, yeah, they, should, they you know, they would have the charged you for 90 and uh, given you the last nine free. <laughs> you know, platinum cards. They'd have given me a financial review, probably. Yeah, yeah. they probably would have. Yeah. yeah, that 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 probably would have been the case. So are you uh, Roman numeral, Trevor? No, Trevor, Trevor the nineteenth. Uh, uh, the nineteenth. No, no. I think uh, I, I think I've got an M in there. Uh, so, so what would that be? Fifty or is oh my, it, yeah, or right? Is, is M fifty? We really beefed up on yeah, our I, Roman numerals in the last few years, right? I, L is fifty, isn't it? Is M L is a thousand. You got a thousand. No, the, no, no. Then, yeah, yeah. No, I'm like an L, 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 LVI. Yeah. LVI. Yes. Exactly. Trevor Levy. <laughs> Who? You're, you're up into the Super Bowls. Yeah, he is. He, ah, he's, he's up into the Super Bowls in terms of. Uh, <laughs> there yeah. you go. Hey, hey, and American Express is the Super Bowl of of uh, of banks at this point. I mean, you combine that with Aeroplan, no wonder you're flying all over the world, Trevor. Yeah. 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 I, I, I won't say how many how, how many miles I've burned this year. No need. Yeah. <laughs> Feet of strength right there. Exactly. Yeah. So, so definitely right, you know, highlighting American Express and, and City, City actually doing something right for once as, as our feats of strength. I, I'm, I'm ready to move to Festivus Miracles, though, if you want to move to that. Let's do it. That's my favorite one, Festivus Miracles. Yes. I, my, my miracle as far as, well, I kind of gave you one earlier, again, my, my uh, being called up to basically get $500 flight credit to, yeah. to move to Qantas, that was, that was a miracle. But my other one was just all the hmm. surprise elite statuses from 2023. That's, that's my uh, Festivus miracle. Through matches or through? Matches and just, you know, all that, like, for instance, uh, you know, all the stuff that came out of the Delta devaluation, you know, that they had to walk back, right? You know, uh, I, I have million miler on Delta and, and for 2024 now I'm gold, which I, I'm not complaining about. Um, and of course, I matched uh, the, the complimentary silver that I had to, to Alaska. That became an, an AS uh, Alaska MVP. Which they they granted, even though I didn't really qualify for that silver. I I hardly flew Delta at all this year. Uh, I had two status matches for Spirit and Frontier. I did both of the ultra low cost carriers, which I, I I've enjoyed both carriers actually. I just uh, did a thirty nine dollar flight uh, from BWI to Phoenix this week to to be out here in, in the Scottsdale area. I love that. Now, did you have to pay for those status matches? I mean, they're low cost carriers. I did have to pay some for the status matches, but you know, I I offset with some um, um, air, airline incidents for my Ritz Carlton card for uh, one of them, mm -hmm. and uh, the other one. Uh, at least I, I don't think I got anything out of it, but I but the actual flight that I that I purchased, um, I, I was able to offset that with some Amex, uh, one of the Amex offers for Frontier. And uh, what I to do that, I actually ended up buying a, an extra seat. So I have I had three of us flying. It was me and my parents, 
Um, but we ended up just booking an extra middle seat just to, to give ourselves a little, give ourselves poor man's big front seat. And, um, it worked out great. Uh, the plane was completely full. There was, there were no other empty seats except for ours, I think. And, um, it was a, it was a very nice experience. I mean, I gotta say it's a feat of strength when you can fly spirit or frontier and then talk in the same breath about Qantas first. That is amazing. Um, and I, I appreciate it's not lost on me at all as, a consumer of travel, right? I mean that 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 you're you're about the you're about the journey, but you're also about the destination and whatever yep, makes sense yep. to get you there. That's what it is, and I think that that speaks to your character as uh, you know someone who's going to do what it takes to get where you want to go. And I like that. That's right. And you know, I I I, I value that travel. You know, whether it's on a, an American A three twenty one T or on a on a you know a Frontier A three eighty, you know, both have their place. Both have you know benefits and. You know, I, I can still find, uh, you know, I can still find it pleasant, even if it's, you know, not in the, the most luxurious or Instagrammable way. Yeah, of I, I kind of shudder at an at a Frontier A380, though. Oh, my God. Did <laughs> yeah. I say A380? I meant A320. I think I meant A320. Sorry. I got, I got too many airbuses on, on an A380 in Frontier. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 but I would totally fly a Frontier A380. A380. I would just have to book a lot of extra seats. You know, we talk a lot about... Uh, <laughs> about uh, Morgan Housel, uh, the author, and he talks he talks about this, but you know, like a hundred years ago, you're, even if you're flying on Spirit or Frontier, you're flying in a, a way that is inconceivable even to the richest person in the world a hundred years ago. So true. Absolutely. And so like, yeah. it's really important, I think, to stay grounded on that. Like, this is still the miracle of air travel. In a yellow bus with wings or not, it's still amazing to me every time i get up in the air it's like i'm just doing this i'm in a tube shooting through the the sky you know the the miracle of it all and so i i think that that that's that's another festivus miracle but yeah i love that, that we had this conversation it was great and, you know, yeah. and i'm enjoying the 70 degree weather in phoenix in december so <laughs> well and, and 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 that's the thing yeah maybe maybe 30 years ago that wouldn't be terribly uncommon right you, you know a hop to phoenix the fact that we can go to sleep in in new york or, or you know in the skies over new york and wake up in singapore is just absolutely incredible yeah. i mean that that yeah. that's something that i never i i didn't dream of when i was a kid no, same. Yeah. And maybe, you know, now our kids are just going to be like, that's their norm. And I love that. I mean, I think that that's, you know, showing them the world is part of it. So, it truly is. Yeah. It truly is. Yeah. I think my Festivus miracle this year has been that, that Vacasa and Wyndham, even with a d slight devaluation, still exists. Um, I think last year I bought on points.com something like 250,000 Wyndham points. That's crazy. And used them because you could just turn around. Wow. It was like you could buy them for like 1.2 cents and you could turn around and use them for three cents. It made no sense. You know, it just it, it, it didn't make any sense to me that they were continuing this program where this currency was for sale for so much less than what it's worth. And it's not like a sliding scale. I mean, it is a sliding scale, but, you know, even at the lowest low end redemption, you're going to get that value out of it. But then... Making it even better, I end up with their credit card, their business earning credit card that earns 8x on fuel. And so this year, I probably earned twice as many points as I bought last year in the program. And all of that has fueled so many wonderful stays for my family and I. And like I said, even though it did have a devaluation and it was, uh, go back to the beginning of this show, it was not a was a no knock, no notice devaluation. The program still, I, you know, I'm looking at like my next stay and I'm like, I could still book that with the current status that the program is in. I could still book the stay that I have after this for the same amount of points for, as was before this devaluation. Their devaluation was really unique. I think a lot of, a lot of richness still there in that program. It sounds like, and I can't, I can't, I can't help but like hear the word arbitrage in my head, <laughs> you know, as you're saying that, like, like some sort of like Wall Street trader or something, you know, you can't believe the difference in between these two currencies. Yeah, you because know, and, you, could, you could talk to someone and say like, look, you want to go to Hawaii, right? Yeah, I do. I want to go to Hawaii. You got any tips? Well, like, here's a tip. And it sounds insane. You're like, sign up for a program, the Wyndham program, right? And right. then I want you to go to points.com. I want you to buy about $900 worth of Wyndham points. And mm -hmm. that's going to get you like $2,600 worth of rooms at, you know, a condo in Hawaii. And they look at you like, nah, that's got to be a scam. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're yeah. right. It does. If, if it, it sounds, sounds very it scammy. Sounds super very scammy. <laughs> it sounds super, super scammy. And so I, I think that's maybe holding people back from it. I don't know, Tom, but I'm here to say it is a miracle and it's, uh, it's great. Yeah. 
Well, and you know, it's it's still the fact that you can't do that online, right? You still have to you still have to call somebody, yeah, right? You do have to call someone. Yeah, I, I, I that is one of the biggest impediments, I think. You know, in travel, like the, uh, people just hate to call people. You know, they don't want to pick up the phone, and I think a lot of the sweet spots that remain in in our in our world are because you have to pick up the phone. That's the one big mm. thing that that keeps them safe. That's a great point. You know, I hadn't thought of that, and I think you're right. I think that does help. Because you I can't mean, automate the, it. You can't go in there. You can't right, be like, right. I'm going to be a broker. I'm going to start grabbing all the rooms. I'm going to exactly. set up a site that, t- you know, that books you into my bookings and all that nonsense. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a coincidence. I feel like it's not a coincidence that, that Cathay had become so much harder, you know, to, what is it, book through a, a, or the availability dried up around the time that, you know, you could actually automate some of that and you didn't have to call. And, and, and when you think about the fact that people came out of, out of the pandemic with just, just piles and piles of points. I oh, mean, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, people that might not have been doing that sort of an approach probably, you, you know, started started seeing it as actually viable, uh, you, you know, with revenge travel. Not only did they have a lot of points, uh, you know, have more points, but they had people that were probably more more than willing to, to spend money uh, for those premium cabins. But Sam, I just have to say, I, I love the fact that you brought that up because, you, you know, you bring a completely different uh, approach to travel than, than I do. Right. I, I, I haven't stayed in an Airbnb. I don't typically stay in those condos or I, 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 mm-hmm. I can barely spell Vacasa. Like I'm aware of it, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I've, I've looked at it closely enough to even consider staying at one other than, you know, saying in my head, if we ever make it back to Hawaii with those Korean sky pass miles, <laughs> that that's connecting through to Melbourne. There you go. There you go. We'll have yeah. to, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! That was you saying. It doesn't that count. Was I know. Yeah. I know. It, it, it didn't count. That yeah. we'll have to try that one though. Uh, but yeah. uh, you, you, you know, that's. I think that's the thing that I love about uh, about the the uh, the community. Really, is is that we all play our games just a little bit differently. You, you know, we all have some of the basics, right? You, you know, there there are hotels that 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 you'll you'll still stay at, but. Um, you know, you're looking further afield than I am, whereas I'm kind of going a little bit more all in. Um, my 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 miracle, my festivus miracle, is actually uh, getting uh, booking right into an overwater villa at the Saint Regis Maldives for sixty eight thousand points a night. That episode was great, by the way, because I think you were like an unsure Maldives tourist before that trip, and then after that trip, you were just like, I'm going. I can't wait to go back. So it's fun. it was fun to experience it through your, your trip report. I, I was just so surprised about the experience. I, I mean, the, the, the fact that from the moment that I got that the boat pulled up because we stayed at the St. Regis or, or we stayed at the, the Sheridan, which is just a boat ride from the airport. And, and, and so uh, you take the boat back to the airport and, and literally we see our, our, our airport butler, and, and there was another couple that was on there uh, with us, and they had their own separate airport butler. And they, these guys are literally right on the pier. And and it was mm-hmm. just supreme service from that moment, pretty much until we uh, got to customs at uh, at the airport when we left. The caliber of care and you know every little every little detail. Now. Tom had told me that, you know, hey, that's the expectation everywhere. I, I went on to stay at a Four Seasons, which we'll talk about in a future episode. And the St. Regis is still the best hotel that I've ever stayed at in the mm. Maldives. It's, that's pretty high praise that you're that that St. Regis beat out Four Seasons. I will I will say it's pretty amazing to just to watch the conversion of the fanboy, you know. <laughs> yes, you know, that's a, that's a great way of putting it there. Tom, from yeah. from you know from the Maldives doubter to the to the Maldives, you know what what is it uh, acolyte, you know that you are now. It's, I'd go it's even kind of further. Crazy. I was a Maldives skeptic, M- very much so, very much <laughs> truly. So. I mean, that was probably one of the first times that I really had some time to really relax and disconnect. I mean, it helps you're on an island in the middle of the Indian Ocean, but. I mean, they just took all of the all of the friction out of the experience, and and I just can't say enough about it. I, it it's a festivist miracle. <laughs> it's you're 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 like Scrooge waking up on Christmas morning, a goose for everyone, a Maldivian trip for everyone, sixty eight thousand point goose for everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and 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 that's probably there's more to that though, right? If you look at a lot of the hotels, most of them you can book into like a beach or or you know an on island villa, 
And then you have to pay to get that overwater. To be able to have just booked right into an overwater villa with its own pool, that 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 to me was 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 probably a, a very big difference maker. That is true. I mean, I, I I haven't had that benefit. I mean, whenever I've done award uh, redemptions in the Maldives, they, I, there's always been a, a an upcharge to be able to get in that overwater. So, you know, there's been a, a couple of those trips where I, I've done the the the, the, the non overwater villa, which I still enjoy, but I, I I do understand how how that is part of the Maldives experience is having that overwater. Uh, yeah, villa. and and I don't think I would have enjoyed myself as much if I was just on the on, you know on the beach or something to that effect. The, just the difference of being able to you know sit out on the lanai or porch, whatever we call it, it was just absolutely incredible. Any uh, any any final festivist miracles we wanna we wanna share? I've got one to close us out, maybe guys. You tell me. You know the this is the first festivist show where we've had like a community place for people to share their thoughts um, and their miracles and their grievances and their feats of strength. And so while I really enjoyed talking with you guys and having this Festivist show, and I'm so glad again that we did this, I think that this Festivist will be the best Festivist ever because we will hear, I hope, from so many people their feats of strength and their grievances and their festivist miracles. And so I'm looking forward to this show continuing the conversation and really like the the discussion happening after the fact. So I think that this is not the end of our festivist show. This is the beginning of our festivist show. I love it. It's a really good perspective. That that sounds I mean, I think this is gonna trigger or or it's going to inspire a lot of discussion, I think, hopefully. <laughs> Might be both. <laughs> Yeah, might be, might yes. be, guys. Right? Hopefully, the inspired, not the <laughs> yeah. trigger. No, I think that's an absolutely great idea, Sam. And 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 that community is just an incredible group of folks that uh, I think we all learn from on a regular basis. And 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 so incorporating, you, you know, having everybody share their their grievances, their miracles, their feats of strength, I think is just such an incredible, great, incredibly great idea. Yeah, should we close it out, guys? Happy Festivus. Happy Festivus. Happy Festivus.